0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Slayers podcast. We've got the whole crew here today: Sterling, Justin, Devin, and Heather. And we're going to be doing a new episode type for you guys called Thespian Slayers. We had you guys vote on your favorite actors and actresses, and. Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep 1. So what we're going to do with those two selections is we're going to go through both of them and we're going to list our favorite movies that they were in, their top performances for a movie, and then the best movie they were in. And we're starting us off with Justin giving us his Tom Hanks favorites. Justin, what do you got?
1: All right, Tom Hanks. And I was um, very happy to see that a lot of people mentioned him and a lot of people... Voted for him, and for a long time, Tom Hanks. I, I thought that he was the best actor. I mean, I think that there were definitely a number of years, especially like in the late '90s and 2000s, where I really thought he was the best. I, I didn't think. I think there was a time where nobody really could touch him. As far as it seemed like he had the Midas touch, everything that he was in seemed to be getting positive reviews he was always at award shows he was he won two back to back oscars so um tom hanks is definitely the man so i'm glad that people out there voted for him um when it comes to me and tom hanks i mean man the the the, the sheer list of movies that he's been in and the memorable moments and memorable lines that he's delivered and the acting performances he's had I mean, it, it, it's a laundry list and almost just anything you pick is going to be a solid Tom Hanks performance, a solid Tom Hanks film. Um, If you were to ask me tonight, though, I would say that my probably my favorite film that Tom Hanks that that starred Tom Hanks or that Tom Hanks has been in is for me, it's definitely Forrest Gump. I don't know if it's the best that will, I'll say what that, what I think that one is in a moment, but for me, Forrest Gump is just, I thought that was just a wonderful movie. I think that Tom Hanks really carries that movie throughout its runtime. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe that movie is almost three hours long. So you have to have, star power to carry something like that. And Tom Hanks was just wonderful as this Forrest Gump character. There are so many memorable lines. That's a character that often gets referenced today. Everybody, I think, in human existence knows the line about life is like a box of chocolates. That's a line that I even hear, I still hear every now and then people reference today. So I definitely think for me, my favorite Tom Hanks film is definitely that. And th- there were other great characters in that, like Lieutenant Dan, and of course, people remember Jenny and all the hell that uh, she put Forrest Gump through. So that 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 definitely is a great uh, movie for me. As far as his acting performances, now this one. Is tougher for me because there are a lot of great movies that he's acted in. But I think for me, I really like his acting performance in Philadelphia. That that was the film where he won his first Academy Award. He starred with alongside Denzel Washington, and the story for that film I, I just thought was a great story. Um, it's It was one of the first real mainstream Hollywood films to acknowledge HIV, AIDS and homosexuality and homophobia and different things like that. So that film is groundbreaking for a lot of other significant reasons. And I just think that overall, his acting performance, that was just that 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 was risky. I thought that that was especially at that time to take that role. And to do it so well, I thought he just really knocked that out of the park. So Philadelphia, it gets my vote as far as his best acting performance. So that would probably be the wrap up of how I personally feel about Tom Hanks and his
0: career. You didn't say the best uh, movie, though, he was in.
1: Oh, crap. I sure didn't. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. Uh, How did I end that?
0: No, just just. um just say, and then his best, uh, the best movie he was in. I'll just get rid of you saying that wraps up my Tom Hanks.
1: Okay. Okay. So, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And also, I feel like the best movie that he was in for me, I'm going to have to go with Saving Private Ryan. I mean, Saving Private Ryan is my all time favorite military army movie about war whatever you want to call it that that's my favorite one and i think just steven spielberg was just on top of his game he directed that film and everything man from all of the emotional scenes the special effects the 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 story of that film i just think overall that i still think is Tom Hanks greatest movie. I think that overall, even though I don't think it's his best acting performance, I do think that that is definitely his greatest film. So, yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, it's it's tough to say that you're you're wrong on any of those. Um, I mean, I have I have some reservations when it comes to Forrest Gump, and it's not necessarily because of the quality of the movie or anything like that. Um, oddly enough, a lot of my issues with Forrest Gump is the fact that it won Best Picture over Shawshank Redemption. Mm, yeah. And that yeah. just irks me a little bit. And it's not because it's a bad movie. It's just, it's not Shawshank good. And that kind of just, I, I don't want to say tainted Forrest Gump for me, but it, I hold a small grudge against it because of that.
1: <laughs> I get that. I, I can, yeah, I can get that because I think in retrospect, it definitely Shawshank is the better movie. But at the time that that choice was made, I could definitely understand it because Forrest Gump was just, it it was the most popular movie that year. It was the most touted movie that year. Way more people saw it. It was just so much more, it was so memorable. And I just think at that time, we hadn't appreciated Shawshank like we should have. So I can understand why it was done, but yeah, I totally get what you're saying does anybody
0: else know the other really insanely popular movie that won that year or that, that lost to Forrest Gump? There's one oh. other really, really big one.
2: Hold on. I'm trying to remember. Forrest
1: Man, Gump. I'm trying to think.
2: Mm-hmm. Let's see. There's sh-
1: drop. No. For
2: <laughs> Shawshank Forrest Gump. Um, I'm blanking on it.
1: Seven.
0: No, not seven.
2: It was back in like what? 94, something like that.
0: That was, it was the, It was 1995 as many awards were, so it was for for movies in
2: 1994. Mm. Man, I'm blanking on it. I can't remember.
0: The Crucible? I don't know. No. The movies (laughs) that it beat, one of them was Four Weddings and a Funeral, which is understandable. Uh, Another one was Quiz Show, which is a sneaky good movie that a lot of people forget about. Um, The other one was Shawshank. The last one that it beat that really surprises a lot of people was Pulp Fiction.
2: Oh, oh yeah! Oh
0: man! So you want to get into like culturals. Yeah, that wasn't gonna win. That wasn't it wasn't gonna, gonna win. win. There was, was never. Gonna it wasn't gonna win. Year, but you also ever. like you have to take into account that that brought back the career of essentially uh, like an American sweetheart of with Travolta. Travolta's career at the time had died off, and he came back into being relevant because of that. And that's not like especially back in the the eighties and nineties and uh you can kind of say in the early 2000s that's that name had a lot of weight to it but a lot of that is because of of Pulp Fiction like because that that started the second part of his career you know he was huge in the early 80s and then he was ended up relegated to like doing shit like look who's talking now and look who's talking too I mean I'm okay with the first look who's talking that's that's slightly delightful but then it, you know, had those other two movies. And he was doing shit like that until Pulp Fiction, you know? And I mean, and that's saying a lot because John Travolta like re became in a weird way, re became a household name because of that. And yeah, you know, and like what Jasmine was saying though, when it comes to cultural zeitgeist, I mean John Travolta and Pulp Fiction in a lot of ways do rival uh Forrest Gump with that. And in and, and and now Shawshank does. I do I do get what you're saying about it not having the weight it had has now then because it didn't. Uh Shawshank Redemption was a box office flop. It was considered a yeah. failure uh in theaters because nobody went and saw it. But then nowadays it's it's probably one of the most popular movies to watch, oddly enough on TV. Like the watered down version of it is insanely popular to watch. Uh and a lot of it has to do with uh Ted Turner doing some uh shady deals, you know, to his own, you know, network because he was uh he he had something to do with the rights to that movie and he sold them to himself for like pennies on the dollar. But I mean, Shawshank now is considered one of those movies that is like universally just watchable. It's one of those movies that you're just sitting there watching TV, you're like flipping through the guide and you're like, "Oh, Shawshank's on. Oh, it's got 10 minutes left. I'll watch it." And I don't know if Forrest Gump has that anymore. Shawshank does. I don't think Forrest does. But it's, I mean, and that's not to say that there's anything different with, you know, what it was in 1994 versus now. But I still think Pulp Fiction had a lot of weight to it then when it came to pop culture that I think is being overlooked a little bit in the same regard that uh, Forrest Gump had.
1: I I totally get that. And I mean, and all the things you said about shawshank definitely are true as a matter of fact i believe that by a lot of people it's widely considered one of the greatest movies ever now
0: and um on imdb to be to to specifically talk about what we're talking about uh shawshank uh jumps around i think it and the godfather 2 constantly trade places on the the voting on imdb for best movie of all time it's it's based on uh like uh user reviews and it and godfather too like constantly like leapfrog each other all the time
1: that's another conversation for another day too because anytime that conversation comes up i hear different things I, I i hear that to a lot of people in the industry it's citizen kane but then i hear shawshank and then sometimes i hear godfather and then sometimes i hear i think i've even heard Lawrence of Arabia a few times or gone with the wind. It's interesting that best movie of all time conversation, but, but yeah, but Shawshank is definitely up there. Like I hear it constantly. So yeah, I totally agree.
0: Just, just so we are 100% accurate right now on IMDb as top rated movies. Number one is Shawshank Redemption. Number two is the Godfather. Number three is the Godfather part two. Number 4, oddly enough, and this one will surprise you, is The Dark Knight.
2: I get that. I yeah. don't know a single well, person who didn't like that movie, so yeah.
1: Yeah, I know I get that, but damn, like Godfather good? Yeah, um. uh, that's a little much. It's the best comic book movie. I still do believe that. But maybe that's another debate for another time. I still do believe yeah. that, but I don't know about but I don't know about best movie.
0: Yeah. Well, no, I, I, I'm i doing that because I wanted to like, because this actually still ties into what we were talking about. And this is why I was trying to do it to uh, level out the top five, because the next one is 12 Angry Men, which is actually one of my all time favorites. The original one. And then Schindler's List. Oh, I forgot then, about that. Then number seven is Lord of the Rings Return of the King, which fuck Lord of the Rings movies, whatever. Um, Number eight is Pulp Fiction. Then, so
2: you're saying these movies all got ahead of Forrest Gump.
0: Well, that's what I'm getting to, because number nine is The Good, The Bad, The Ugly, and number 10 is Fight Club. Hmm. So then 11 is another Lord of the Rings. It's Fellowship of the Ring. And then number 12 is Forrest Gump.
2: That is interesting. Yeah. Hmm.
0: And that's why I wanted to get to that is because it is it is up there. Forrest Gump is up there in like what just normal people, or, or I guess people that s- spend time voting on things on IMDb. Um, it's up there in best movies of all time. Status. At number 12, which is saying a lot. There's how many movies made in general. And this is number 12. Hmm.
1: And I'm surprised but, it's that high. I didn't think it'd be anywhere up there that high. So that's a surprise two to movies, me.
0: But two movies that it lost or that it beat for best picture that year are one of them is, you know, four slots ahead. And the other one is 11 slots ahead of it.
1: Yeah, Crazy. I guess it just goes to show momentum and right place, right time. Can be a hell of a thing sometimes. <laughs> and
0: in just to go with what you were also saying earlier though, Justin, with his best movie, or what you said was his best movie, not your favorite, but his best movie, Saving Private Ryan is all the way down at 29. I mean, it's still up there. That's still saying a lot, but it is 29 on this list. Nice. Cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. But I mean, just that th- that's a little perspective though, on just you know, with the way some of these rank like overall. With just movies in general. And I mean, it really is crazy, like looking at this list, and we can talk more about it later, but there's some movies high up there that blow my mind that they're that high up there. Um, but I mean, in it, like, I guess, like a lot of the shows, uh, what you were talking about though, that Forrest Gump at the time was like a tsunami over Shawshank in 1994. Like Forrest Gump just, completely avalanched anything with shawshank and then now in a lot of ways it's reversed like especially in the eyes of moviegoers and it's just kind of funny that it's considered the best movie of all time on this and then like nine people in the the world went and watched it in theaters <laughs> <laughs> um but uh let's go to you Devin. uh so what's your three on uh those you know uh with tom hanks
3: All right. Now, as far as acting performances, I'm going to have to actually give it to Forrest Gump. I actually have recently, a week ago, watched Forrest Gump again. It's still a delight. It's still a tearjerker. And I believe that that is Tom Hanks' best performance is of Forrest Gump. Uh, It's not based off of a real person. It's, you know, really straight off the cuff. Um, Him having which I believe was autism or Asperger's. I think that's what he had. His portrayal of that was so sensitive and um, so considerate of anybody who has family members or anybody who's going through something like that. And this is all the way back in 1994, uh, which is just amazing that he could have such a portrayal of such a character. Because if you look at anything as far as a mental disorder back in the 90s and portrayals of it, uh, me it make your cringe meter go haywire. might even break it. So I just think that's just amazing. Um, As far as um, his best movie, um, a lot of people are going to boo me for this. I don't give a fuck. Fight me. Uh, Toy Story 2. Nice.
1: Okay. Nice pick.
3: Nice pick. And um, I'm going Toy Story 2 as his best film. But my favorite Tom Hanks movie. Now, that's like asking, honestly, me, which... A hug did my mother give me as my favorite hug because I absolutely love Tom Hanks. <laughs> um He defines a very large chunk of my life because movies pretty much just define my, my, my life. So I was really, really stuck between Road to Perdition and Green Mile as my favorite Tom Hanks movies. And I have to give it to Road to Perdition. And simply because in Green Mile, I think that for one of the few times, Tom Hanks was actually yeah. overshadowed in the film by other actors. Uh, he was really outshined, in my opinion, by Sam Rockwell. I thought that um, Michael Clark Duncan. Please tell me. I really hope that you I, did say
2: his name I right. Yeah. The right. The
3: mm-hmm. said the right yeah. name. Okay. I want to make sure. Well, I just didn't want to give him confusion with the actor. You know, rest in peace. Um, I think that he just was so amazing in that film. Uh, and he actually out acted uh, Tom Hanks. And I don't know if that's he, the right uh, description everybody. Yeah, he was uh, amazing. But, and, and that's. Yeah, totally yeah, outperformed performed everybody in that film. And he was just. And if, you know, and if you look at the cast in that film, boom, boom, boom. I mean, these are some stout veteran, great actors yeah. in these films. And he was fantastic in it. So I had to give it to Road to Perdition. The reason why I loved it is it's just such to see Tom Hanks. As a a villain, as a hitman, uh, it's also based off of a really good graphic novel, and a lot of people don't know that. And the cinematography, the scene where he comes out of the rain in the shadow oh God, with that Tommy gun, awesome, and he's awesome like mowing people down, man, <laughs> you, man, uh, I just thought it was just such an amazing film, um, and. Um, I, that's probably, that's honestly probably my favorite uh, my favorite Tom Hanks, or, uh, my um, favorite Tom Hanks performance. I just really love that movie. I love seeing actors step outside of what, I mean, if you in 1994 was like, yeah, that guy's going to play a hitman after Force Gump right. 1, you'd be like, man, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> the guy from Big is going to be mowing people down in 1920 with a Tommy gun. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll fucking see. And he did. <laughs> he did. So that's me. Um and uh yeah, that's that's my my Tom Hanks.
0: Now you said you said Toy Story was the best movie with him, right? Or Toy Story e- Two, that's Toy what Toy I mean. Story sorry. Two. So I it, it just all I'm sorry, it got all scrambled in my head. So it was Force Gump was the best movie. Or no, your favorite, right? Your favorite story, Toy story Toy best performance. Wait,
3: the cannot I- Best performance. No, Got it. No, Toy Story is his best movie. Toy Story Two is his best movie. His best performance is Forrest Gump, and my favorite is Road to Perdition.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So, all right, I can't, I, I can't knock that. I was going to make a comment about uh, vocal performers, but since you just said it was, <laughs> it was the best oh, movie he was in, I'll take that. <laughs> I I won't make that comment. I knew that was going to make you boil a little little bit. I knew that was going to just stir you up. That's why I wanted to (laughs) clarify. That's why I wanted to clarify first. So my little vocal performer comments going back in my pocket. You guys will get to hear it eventually. I've been told not to say it uh, in public uh, as of right now. And I thought Devin opened the door for me, but he didn't. (laughs) He just hinted at a door, but the door is still there and closed and locked
1: you were just yearning to go in you were just like Ugh. it was like when that door opens and you think okay it's my time to go in then somebody shuts it because you're not supposed to be in there that's what happened to you just then i don't know you what I mean, life for me. you're
3: leading right now Justin, but you're scaring
1: me <laughs> no but that happens I'm... in movies all the time like you well, know no, no. How that person's like oh i'm just gonna walk in you know, they try to walk into the beating, or they try to go into the door, and then the person just goes, shuts it in their face. Okay, well, I'm <laughs> you glad you how...
3: clarified because that is a little serial killer. The first explanation. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: no, it's like well, you know someone all, yeah. it all the time and stuff. Though. Yeah, I got you. I Understand?
0: I mean, for me, a more accurate way to describe it, since it was my experience, was like in a horror movie when. They're like, don't look in that door. Don't you go in that room. Don't do it. And then one day you're there and you notice that the door's slightly open. Just slightly creeped <laughs> like, open. Oh, I'm just going to take a I'm just going to take a Maybe peek in a little
3: here. Light or some wind or something. oh you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like you just see, like you, you see some light coming through it and you see just like that beam of light coming out of the door, like into the hallway. You know, like when the hall is dark and it's just got that beam of light from the slightly open doorway going across it. I thought that was my chance to to see what was in the room, to say my my opinion about vocal performers. Tommy so? But it just turns out that- Who's in the room. It just, it just turns out <laughs> that when I opened the door, there was like two feet to another door and there just happened to be a light bulb in that, that little mini hallway. And I'm not actually in the room to say it yet.
2: <laughs> That's <is> very descriptive. <laughs> That's but quite an experience for note- you.
0: It was. It was an emotional roller coaster because I really want to say this because I think other people feel the way I do. And you guys just don't realize it yet. But that's that's for another time. Heather, we know personally, you know, because you've mentioned it several times that Tom Hanks is one of your favorites. So it's like this one was tailored for you. What are your three for Tom Hanks?
2: Yeah, I mean, and I kind of I have to agree with um, with Devin on like, it's just like, how do you choose? You know, cause you're right. I mean, Tom Hanks is, he's hands down my favorite actor, like for many reasons, but I mean, he's just the, the actor that made me care about acting in general. And for that, like, I'm just always going to consider him my favorite. So this one was so tough because a lot of them are just like, it's this one and this one, because he's just, I mean, you're, you you can pick any, almost any of his movies, and it's going to be a good option, you know, because he's so great. Um, best performance. I I think I'm going to have to agree with Jason on this one. I'm going to say Philadelphia. Um, just the way that he portrayed that character and everything that he did with that, and just the little things that he did in that movie that you just don't expect somebody to do that make it that much better. So... I'm going to have to say Philadelphia is probably his best performance, which I say that loosely because all of his performances are the best, (laughs) but I'm going to go with Philadelphia on that one. Um, Best movie. I'm going to give that one to Forrest Gump because it just, it just broke the mold, you know, and it just, all of these, you know, records and awards and everything. And just the, what the movie was, it was so creative and it was so different. And, you know, it's something that you don't appreciate it as much when you're younger, but when you're older and you watch that, you catch on to these things, these historical things that you don't realize are in the movie before. And just how they so cleverly placed him throughout all of these historical moments in his whole life. It's just a very smart movie. And, um, And Devin's right. I mean, he just, he plays the role with this sensitivity and this genuineness and the fact that it's not a real person. He wasn't playing a real person, but he did base um, his his character off of the little boy who played him, like the little boy that was the younger version of Forrest in the movie. He just kind of was hanging out with him and took on a lot of his mannerisms and just really based how he played him as an adult off of um the kid that played him so i think that's pretty cool and i would say oh favorite movie is a really tough one for me um i'm probably gonna have to give it to green mile um roads of perdition was actually gonna be my choice on that one because that movie is just phenomenal (laughs) um (laughs) I was going to say that one, but then I was like, you know what? There's just something about Green Mile that I just love. Um, You know, just has a little special place in my heart. And you, I do agree that just the whole cast, every single person in that movie was top notch. Everybody, you know, Um, but just the way that he delivers those lines and the urgency of just realizing his humanity in that movie and just his very real way of being like, am I a terrible person compared to these people and I deserve this because of this and just a very introspectively um, profound person and how he played that and just really, he was phenomenal in the movie and it was just so real, everything that he brought to the screen. So based on that, like I just, there's something about that movie and then just the character dynamics in that movie, you know, were just also good. Like all of the prison guards that were just, really good friends and how they played off of each other and just their their whole dynamic and just everything about it was so great so i'm going to have to give favorite movie to green mile on that one and real close second is going to be road to perdition
0: um i do want to say one thing that i thought of while you were talking heather when you mentioned forrest gump um one thing that i think actually kind of defeats my own argument a little earlier Uh, a little bit against Forrest Gump was I remembered when you were talking about it that uh, it's one of the few movies I know that legitimately spawned a restaurant.
2: Oh, Bubba Gump? Bubba Gump Shrimp? (laughs) That's true. Yeah.
0: And well, you know, as far as movies go, that's not necessarily a goal in making movies is to make a restaurant chain based on it. But you have to give it credit for that.
2: Yeah, that's for sure.
0: You know, it was such a popular and, and successful movie that a restaurant came about that is still an actual restaurant chain to uh, now Mm -hmm. there are still Bubba Gump shrimp companies uh, restaurants out there. Yep. And it's also one of those movies that a lot of adult movies don't get merchandise like legitimate merchandise. At least, I mean, now they do, but back in the day, especially in the nineties it was kids movies. Kids movies had merchandise adult movies, you know, were adult movies, but they made like forced like Bubba Gump shrimp company shirts that were tied into the restaurant but also to the movie. You know, it actually had in a way merchandise for it that is outside of now with your comic book and you know some of your sci-fi and uh like cultural movies like or cult movies like you know like while Kill Bill isn't necessarily cult movie it has merchandise but you know back in the nineties people weren't making pulp fiction merchandise at the time so I guess that is another credit to uh, Forrest Gump when it comes to the uh, its influence on the time period.
2: Yeah, for sure.
3: That was actually a really good point, Sterling. I have to concur with that. That was. that was not.
0: Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I don't realize what it was that you said when you you mentioned Forrest Gump, but it was something you said that instantly just made me think Bubblegum Shrimp Company. Is it? Is mm-hmm. what yeah, I was like, oh fuck, that's a big deal. oh I won't go home.
2: oh no that's so sad it's gonna make me cry don't do it
0: well that's a little that's a little dramatic but um i actually i have to i have to say something that i disagree with you guys on a lot that to me this wasn't that hard because to me for a lot of his early career i don't think tom hanks was a good actor Uh, i think he played the same character in a lot of his uh a lot of his roles you know when you look back and you look at like bachelor party and big and and turner and hooch and joe versus the volcano i think a lot of those and his his role as the weirdly alcoholic uncle to michael j fox and family ties uh those were all kind of just the same thing over and over like i don't think his i mean he was popular but i don't think was necessarily a, a credit to acting uh Based on a lot of his stuff, I think the turning point for Tom Hanks uh, when I'm looking at his stuff would be his 1992 movie A League of Their Own.
2: Yeah, that's what I was I think just thinking.
0: A League of Your Own, I think, really kind of changed uh, the perceptions of Tom Hanks because after that, he did Sleepless in Seattle, which was a uh, uh, I, I don't want to say a rom com because it wasn't necessarily too much of a comedy, but it was it's it's still in that vein of romantic movies and then he did Philadelphia and then you know Forrest Gump so it's he really you know solidified himself at that point but I do think the turning point for him is a league of their own and that's all I'm going to say about that just because I I was looking at his movies when you guys were talking about how it's so hard and he's so good in all these things I was looking back at his early career and I'm like no he wasn't but I mean that all changed it's it's like night and day like he did a league of your own and it's like oh there's this actor that was waiting to get out that due to what the 80s did to a lot of people with typecasting, he never did. And and it's all the credit in the world to him for actually breaking out. Um, One movie that uh, has been mentioned before already that I do want to uh, uh, agree with, the best movie that he's done to me uh, I do think is with uh, in line with Jastin with Saving Private Ryan. I think when you look at the overall movie itself, I think that's his best one. Uh, I don't think it's his best performance, but he was just so that movie is so good. It's, it's, it's yeah. so powerful. Like when you look at that invasion of DJ or DJ, the invasion of D day, and it was so much detail was put into making that just so incredibly accurate. It's one of the few movies they've shown on network television unedited because of the historical mm-hmm. accuracy of it. And they don't necessarily consider it gratuitous violence, you know warranting a rated r they view it as historically accurate therefore if younger people do see it it has an impact uh that has historical relevance to it and therefore it should be okay um it's just everything about that movie is very powerful i mean it it made tom sizemore almost respectable and that's saying a lot
2: <laughs> vin diesel was in that they had yeah, so that was, was going to be
0: my next thing is vin diesel also Um, which I mean, I love him now, but I don't necessarily, you know, respect a lot, but it's that's neither here nor there. But I just wanted to, you know, touch on that that that's, uh, where I do agree with him. Yeah. Um, I almost, I almost
2: had to say that as my favorite, but yeah. Forrest edged it out a little bit, but that was a real close second for my favorite or his best movie.
0: Yeah. And, and to me, his best acting performance to me was, uh, was Castaway and, The reason behind Mm -hmm. that is more than pretty much any movie you'll ever see, that entire movie hinges solely on his acting performance because he's the sole thing on the screen for 99% of that movie. He's the only thing you have. He's in in a lot of ways. He's the hero. He's the villain. He's, you know, the reason for the climax. He's, you know, everything in that movie is solely based on him and he and he carries it the entire time. And it does not even seem like it phases him at all to have this entire movie on his shoulders. Like he does it and he almost does it effortlessly, it seems. And it's and it's a very powerful role with it. Like him slightly like not even slightly him losing his mind because he's on this island by himself for so long that a bloody handprint he puts on a volleyball becomes his best friend. I mean, that's true measures of psychosis. And he navigates through it just elegantly uh, throughout the entire thing. And it's just uh really, really powerful to me. Um, but what I would say is my favorite movie for him uh, was a movie that he has a lot more credit for than I think some people realize. Uh, and that would be uh, that thing you do. He, uh, I love that movie. You know, he is, he's not, you know, the star of that movie, but uh, he does play one of the main characters. Um, he did also uh, direct it and he also wrote it. Uh, he had a so I mean he had a big part in I mean pretty much every aspect of it. I mean he's the sole writer on that movie. There wasn't even a uh, somebody else getting another writing credit on it. He is the writer of that movie. He's you know the director he's uh, you know and one of the actors in it. I mean and that's about as hard as it gets you know doing the three big roles for that. I mean and, and like I said he's not the main actor but he is one of the you know main characters in the story. And just to have all of that uh, fall on him, and it's done so well that in in ways kind of like Forrest Gump, they play it off to where it feels like during the movie, the way they, they reference things and the way they do things, it feels like it was actually a real story. Like, when you're watching that movie, you can legitimately envision there being a band, The Wonders, and having a song like that, and having it be insanely popular back then, and then falling apart and being a one-hit wonder.
2: I still love that song.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's an amazingly amazing song. And everything about it just feels so authentic that when I was a child and this movie came out and I saw it and, you know, I didn't know any different because I was like 10 when this movie came out. And, you know, and this was the 90s that if you had told me that this was a real band in the 1960s, I would have believed you.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: You know. And that's just a credit to how well this movie was made. And like I said, how authentic uh, Tom Hanks made everything come across as a writer, as a director and as a performer in that movie, too.
2: Yeah, I just to tag off of something you were saying about Castaway, um, (laughs) I remember that year uh, he was nominated for an Oscar for that role. And I kind of kind of like how you did with Forrest Gump and Shawshank Redemption held that little grudge. I did the same thing with Gladiator because that was the same year Gladiator came out and Russell Crowe beat him out for Best Actor. And I was so upset <laughs> that he got beat out. And so I kind of had a little bit of a grudge against Gladiator and Russell Crowe because he beat out Tom Hanks for Castaway. Um, it's valid. It makes sense. Obviously, that movie's great. Russell Crowe is great. But at the time, I was like, I'm, I'm not sure I want to watch this movie now. I'm too upset. So, but yeah, I do agree. I think he, like, there's not many other people that you could really, like, watch a movie where it's just them the whole time and actually care about the movie. And he's just one of those people that can do it. And obviously, he proved that. So, yeah, I would, I would agree. That's a really top-notch performance from him.
0: Now, while that does feel like that was a slight, like, personal grievance, I mean, I know a <laughs> lot of people that are upset that Shawshank lost to Forrest Gump, but I mean, you are the first person I've heard to say, like at least vocalize that they were upset about that loss. But when it comes <laughs> to controversy following Academy Awards and Tom Hanks movies, can we at least all agree that the biggest controversy and sham when it comes to the Academy Awards and Tom Hanks was Saving Private Ryan losing to Shakespeare in love for Best Picture?
2: Yeah, I was pretty upset about that one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's pretty crazy. I can agree with that.
0: I mean, to me, that doesn't even like feel like it's uh, you know like personal preference. Like empirically, yeah, there's <laughs> just, just nothing no about it help. makes sense. Yeah, In fear and love should have beat Saving Private Ryan.
2: Agreed for sure.
0: But um, we have spent a ton of time on Tom Hanks, and I mean that's a, just a credit to Tom Hanks. Uh, we do have two more actors. Or, and, well, an actress and an actor. I mean, you, I guess you could both call them actors. It's, you know, the word actor itself doesn't necessarily, uh, define a gender. It's, I think, you know, was turned into that. But let's, that's neither here nor there. But let's, let's go into the, the actress that in a way won by landslide, uh, which would be Meryl Streep. And I mean, and that's in no way, shape, or form a surprise. It's Meryl Streep feels like, you know, she's like synonymous with like just the best actress, like, at this point, the the Academy Award for Best Actor should be just named the Meryl Streep Award Right at this point. <laughs>
1: Probably uh, should. I don't,
0: I don't think anybody would actually be upset with that if that happened. If you went, and the nominee for the Meryl Streep is, and you would actually still be surprised if Meryl Streep wasn't nominated for her award. <laughs> right. Um. Because it's one of those things that she is one of the few actors, actresses, whatever, out there that when she does a movie, you feel like, well, fuck, she's going to get nominated for Best Actress. Mm-hmm. it's almost every fucking time unless it's mama mia
2: <laughs> i feel like she's smart about the, the movie roles that she takes so yeah well and she's just so fucking
0: good yeah. like that dumpster fire of a fucking movie the iron lady she still won an academy award for best actress in a movie that's universally considered garbage mm-hmm. um yeah that's the thing is No matter what movie it is, no matter how bad it is, because she's not always in the best movies. I mean, she did Ricky and the Flash, but no matter what, it's almost guaranteed she is the best thing in that movie always.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she's time tested her longevity. And uh, I commented on that conversation when we were looking for votes for this and trying to come up with who the more popular actors and actresses were I put that she may be the goat. Like as far as just, I mean, you could definitely argue it. I I think that, you know, if you really get into it and you're talking about, well, what about the significance of this or who invented the camera or who was the first person to think that, that, you know, maybe if you broke it down, it might be somebody else. But as far as an a- an actor, or just a person who acts, I just, I-, I mean, I don't know anybody who has that type of longevity combined with that type of excellence and talent. I just don't really know anybody. And I'm not just talking about just women. I even think amongst the men, she could be the GOAT. Like, I, I don't know. I, I mean... Even if you just look at the sheer amount of nominations, awards, accolades and stuff like that, but even just the range of her acting performances. I mean, she's done just about everything and continues to be a top actress even today. So,
2: yeah, I mean, she's basically a legend and royalty. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean I just don't know how it could be anybody else. Most days, I don't know how it can be anybody else. But
0: <laughs> I mean w- w- when you really think about it, uh and we'll get into our individual picks, but just real quick with this is when you talk about like top tier actors, uh when it comes to actually like the art of acting, uh typically the best actor tends to end up being Daniel Day-Lewis um when it comes to just the sheer quality of the performances and what I will say about Meryl Streep with what in regards to what you were saying, Justin, as to why I think I would have to agree with you that she would be the goat with it over Daniel Day is the fact that a she has done a a larger variety of roles. Mm-hmm. Most of Daniel, most of Daniel Day's Lewis's roles tend to be very um, meaty. Um, he, he doesn't really, you know, he's not really known for doing any lighthearted fare, which is fine. That's his personal preference. Um, but. Also, the sheer fact that she continually makes movies. Daniel Day has retired several times. I mean, he's uh, supposedly finally retired now. But I mean, there was a time when he took like a large period of time off to become a cobbler. The man literally sat around and made shoes, which is fine. That you know, That's his deal. That's his deal. And especially with how method he is, you know, maybe mm-hmm. that's what he has to do. Yeah, and that probably is why he does fewer movies than most actors is because he is so insanely method that Maybe to get out of those headspaces, he needs that much time between performances. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, he he was so in with Abe Lincoln that he was writing Joseph Gordon Led- Levitt handwritten uh, letters with a quill and inkwell like Lincoln would have done wow. before they started to get into the mind space of Abe Lincoln. And Joseph Gordon Levitt played one of his sons. So, he wrote Joseph Gordon Le- Levitt letters just like Lincoln would have to get in and that th- role. And it's just
1: crazy because when I think about that, it's like, what's more impressive? The fact that he goes through such lengths to be able to do that, to have that type of acting performance, or is it more impressive that somebody like Meryl Streep can just kind of read the script and reflect on it a few days, a few months, and then just walk in Mm -hmm. there and be that character? What's more impressive?
0: Honestly, what is more impressive to me is what Meryl Streep does. Mm-hmm. Now, in no way, shape, or form is that a knock against Daniel Day Lewis because fuck, it's Daniel Day Lewis. I mean, it's he in a lot of ways defines like the top, eps- uh, like epsilon of what an actor can be. But like you said, where he puts so much effort into it, which is in no way, shape, or form a bad thing. In a lot yeah, of ways, Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep feels like she can do it. With, you know, in a, not to steal what I already said about Tom Hanks, but in an effortless manner, she feels like she's just got this, this switch in her brain that she can just become these people and it's, it's easy for her. And that's not to say that it is, you know, maybe she's just got a very specific method that she's not, you know, as publicized about that, you know, like somebody like Daniel Day is, you know, maybe hers is a more streamlined method of doing it. But, It it feels and looks effortless from the outside. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and like I said, she she can do anything. You know, like I mentioned earlier, she did Mamma Mia movies, which that's neither here nor there, whether or not you like them or not. It's she's done, you know, like I said, she's done Mamma Mia, and then she's played Margaret Thatcher. She's done Ricky and the Flash, and played, you know, one of the weirdly evil characters in, in movies within the devil wears Prada, like in no way, shape or form. Would you n- technically consider her evil? Like when you actually think of the word evil, but she was a stone cold villain though. Yeah. in every, like in, like in every meaning of the word, like she, and the way she did it, but then towards the end of the movie, showing those little cracks and vulnerabilities in that character, just ever so slightly. Like, and that's what they were. They were just cracks. And when you watch Meryl do it, it seemed effortless. Uh, it's just I think that's a big, big difference in like what her ability is. And then she's also randomly been a voice on King of the Hill as an aunt.
1: I didn't know that. <laughs>
0: that's yes. great. So of all this, like, and then on top of that, consider one of the greatest actresses of all time, and been on The Simpsons and been on King of the Hill.
2: Yep, she's done it all.
0: And that's not even saying that that's not even mentioning she was also in that shitty fucking movie Stuck on You. Anyway, uh, so let's let's go into this. So, Justin, what are your three with Meryl Streep?
1: Okay, so uh, Meryl Streep is definitely a personal favorite, and uh, this is one that was definitely harder for me than when it comes to picking Tom Hanks. Like, like with Tom Hanks, I've got kind of a handful of movies that I just are my favorite Tom Hanks movies. But man, to talk about a favorite acting performance of Meryl Streep. Man, I mean, I don't even know if I have time to think about all of the 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 acting performances that I love from her, um all the different characters she's done and different things like that. Um but for for tonight, and this could change tomorrow, but for tonight, I believe that her Best Acting Performances, and this might surprise some people because this is an older film. She did win an award for this film, but it's an older film. But I feel that one of the best acting performances for me personally when it comes to Meryl Streep is Kramer vs. Kramer. It came out in 1979. Um, the She was also starring alongside Dustin Hoffman. And this film like I, I went back and I watched it it's been it's been a couple of years but I, I saw it when I saw it for the first time I just loved it and I went back and watched it recently the past few years and I still feel like this movie this Kramer vs Kramer is still one of her best acting performances even though it was one of uh, more of her earlier works. Like, the 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 story in and of itself, just about this, this family and this husband and this wife going through this divorce and the hardships with that, how difficult that could be. It was just so down to earth. It was just so real. Um, it also represented a cultural shift at that time because it was during the 1970s when, like, you know, your typical ideas about motherhood and fatherhood, they were— They were changing. They were becoming different. People were having all kinds of theories on what truly defines a family and things like that. But what I love most about the movie is that it didn't try to side with the the woman, with the husband or the wife in the relationship. It showed how both of their points of views were important. Both of their points of views were vital, and Meryl Streep just acting with Dustin Hoffman who is another kind of personal favorite actor of mine, you know, and of course, recently the news with all the trouble with the Me Too movement and stuff like that with Dustin Hoffman, and I know there are allegations out there and stuff, so I'm definitely mindful of that. But as far as just two actors, two powerhouse actors going at it, and it just being about the performances, because that's what this movie is. This is not a movie with action. This is not a movie with plot twist or anything like that. This is pure acting. So I strongly suggest that if you are a fan of Meryl Streep, if you voted for her in the comments section, you've got to check out Kramer versus Kramer. From a pure acting standpoint, I think it is some of the best acting that she has definitely done. So Kramer versus Kramer does it for me as far as that. Now the film that I think is her best film as far as just the best film that she's been in and, and man that's that that is tough too as far as movies are concerned um man this is this one's really hard for me because as far as her best film I I man like th- there was an HBO miniseries Angels in America and I know it's not a film it was more of a miniseries but she is Awesome in that. Like she was really, really awesome in that. And every time I think about this, I I, I always kind of go back to that miniseries. So that's one of them for sure. But for tonight, for tonight, I'm going to go with the Devil Wears Prada. Um, And Sterling, you alluded to a lot of that to a lot of the things that I was actually going to say about Devil Wears Prada. But in this movie, man, I mean, her taking that role as somebody that's evil, especially because Meryl typically is in a role where she's the featured character, or at least she's like the protagonist. But in this film, she took more of the antagonist approach. And seeing her in that role, you just wondered how it was going to be. And there are just so many great, lines that she delivered in Devil's Wears Prada. I thought that it was definitely a different flavor for her than any of the other roles that she had played up until that point. So I'm going to pick that as far as just a personal favorite, as far as just um the best movie I think that she was in. Um, and then lastly, <clears throat> just um the one who I think that had her best overall acting performance. I I think I'm going to stick with Angels in America for that. I think that that miniseries was excellent, kind of similar to Philadelphia. It touches on a lot of subjects with homophobia, different things like that. And her acting throughout that series is definitely one of the highlights of that series angels in america it was on hbo so you know it was good and that probably sums up the three best films and just my perspective on
0: meryl streep i have some comments about that but i'm going to save them for my part heather what about you and meryl streep
2: um for me um i i mean and obviously you know like we've been saying i mean she's a legend anything she does is going to be gold um i would have to say best performance i'm I'm going to have to say Devil Wears Prada. I am going to say that just because, like we've mentioned, just seeing her in that role, which was so different than anything else she had done, was phenomenal. And also for it to be, I mean, mostly kind of a comedy movie and just not your typical, you know, Oscar bait movies. And for her to be nominated as a supporting actress for a role like that was amazing. And only Meryl Streep can do something like that. So, I just think that that's really cool. And just her, her, um, I guess, just her facial expressions and her demeanor and everything about her in that movie was dead on. And, but it's, it's enough to where, yeah, she's evil. And you're just like, oh, she's the worst. I would never want to work for someone like that. I would never want to be around someone like that. But at the same time, she delivers this dialogue where you're just like, I respect you. I get you. I understand why you're like this, you know, and just it makes you care about this person that you really don't want to care about in some sort of way. You know what I mean? so I think because of that, I just feel like, I mean, it just, I, I'm just very much not that person that is like, I don't want to give you the benefit of the doubt if you are a horrible person or a horrible boss or whatever. But she made me actually be like, okay, I get that you're the worst, but I understand you. Like you explain yourself. I get what you're about. And she just did that so well to where it just, it really did feel like a real character. So that's why mm-hmm. I think that's her, her best um, performance. Um, I would have to say, I'm going to go for best movie on this one. I'm actually going to go with doubt. Um, I just that think that, yeah, everything about that movie was great. And, um, you know, just, everybody that was in it the performances were stellar the just everything that movie was about and represented and it was just a really great movie um so i'm I'm gonna have to say that's her best movie and again if we're going back to favorite movies devil wears prada i'm not going to pretend like i don't watch that at least like twice a year like (laughs) that movie is awesome (laughs) so i it's just my favorite and you know she's She just has this presence about her, and I know Anne Hathaway is technically the main character of that, but man, if you don't just, like, you're not drawn to Meryl Streep in that movie, then... I don't know what to say, you know, like she's just got some kind of presence about her, even when she's only in a supporting role that you're just drawn to her. So um, so um, that's going to, that has to be, I mean, and not to say that anything that she does and there's not more, you know, like you were saying with Daniel Day-Lewis where it's the meaty stuff and it's the really deep down, you know, profound roles and fleshed out roles and whatever, but just For whatever reason, Devil Wears Prada, it's just she just did something with that that nobody else could do that way. So I appreciate the movie for that. So
0: once again, like I said, I've got some comments, but I'm going to save them for my part. Okay. Cool. All right, Devin. What about you, Meryl Streep? Well, let me start
3: off by saying I've never even seen this fucking movie before. But the fact that she got an Academy Award from it, from it, and I know that this movie is balls, um, is enough for me to give her. her best performance. So Meryl Streep's best performance is Iron Lady. And here's why. Because if the Iron Lady was a city, it would be Cleveland. (laughs) And if there was one thing to go do in Cleveland, it's to go to see LeBron James. And she very much is the LeBron James of this film. (laughs) Because everybody acknowledges that everything around her is absolute shit. But she deserves the league MVP. So, I've never seen this fucking move before, but that is her best performance because she's straight King James, that shit. And you can fight me on that all you (laughs) want to. I don't care. I don't have to see it. I know that that is the best analogy of the night. Anyway, now you guys have heard enough about Meryl Streep. And if you don't know about Meryl Streep, here's what you got to do. What you need to do is get your ass on Amazon or PlayStation or whatever you buy movies on. You need to type in the word devil and the word wears in a little movie called Prada is going to pop up. <laughs> and what you need to do is usually on the left hand side to say to rent X amount of dollars, to buy X amount of dollars. What you need to do is move that cursor over and put to buy. You gonna buy this movie. You gonna sit your uneducated, ignorant ass <laughs> down and watch Meryl Street absolutely dominate something. That even if you're a cowboy who dips and shoots squirrels and and has a truck and drinks Keystone light and natural light, that you will be enthralled with because it's all about fucking fashion. (laughs) So her best movie and my favorite movie is Devil Wears. Boom, mic drop. If you want to know about Meryl Streep, that's what you watch. Fuck everything else. (laughs) That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. Why is she the greatest of all time? Devil wears Prada. That's all you need. I feel
2: like you really took us on a journey with this explanation. (laughs) There were ups and downs. There was suspense. (laughs) You just Meryl Streeped this conversation. And guess what?
3: And guess what? The best thing about this journey is it's a short motherfucker because it's over.
2: (laughs) Wow. That was profound. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Well, now, mine is also going to be a little short. Um, because I think all three of those uh, the questions or the the topics or however you want to to uh, label this uh, when it comes to Meryl Streep, I think are all three of them are answered by the same two uh, movies, if you will. Um, I am going to put a an honorable mention to one that Jasta mentioned, which is Kramer versus Kramer. Uh, just because that movie is just. Uh, powerful in a lot, of, uh, a lot, a lot of ways, uh, and all three of those questions, like I said, can be answered by two things equally. Uh, one of them is Devil Wears Prada. I think it answers the question all three of those, and it's you guys have mentioned, everybody's mentioned that. So uh, to you know paraphrase what Devin said earlier, if you haven't seen it, just fucking watch it because it answers all those questions. Uh, but the other one that answers all those questions, and I was really happy that Jastin actually already said this too is Angels in America. Yeah. Uh Oh yeah. I I feel like I feel like not enough people know that. Um I had I had the good fortune of having terrible parents and having HBO as a kid. Um I mean I wasn't a child when Angels in America came out on HBO. Uh but I was definitely not in its age demographic of what that subject matter uh was a target for. That's for sure. Uh but I watched it whenever it aired. I actually had to wait, you know, a week between on Sundays a week between each one of those parts of that miniseries to actually air. And it was actually one of the first things I personally bought on DVD when it came to, uh, I guess a TV show uh, and it was HBO. So like I was a teenager spending $60 on an HBO miniseries uh, because that in a lot of ways uh, changed me uh, when it comes to like appreciating acting performances and appreciating dialogue. Cause it is based on a play. Uh, it is a stage play and they adapted it into a mini series and it's still, it's still, it's like a, I mean, and of course it's, you know, this is going to sound a little obvious. It is a stage play happening on TV in a lot of ways, uh, which yes, that's what a fucking TV show is in, you know, a very, uh, simplistic way, but just the way they present it, uh, has a lot of elements of what, you know, you consider something from the theater and, you know, a lot of that has to do, uh, with its roots in being a play, but it's just a theatrical way of doing it. And not like a movie theater, but like the uh, a play theater type of way. And it's just an incredibly powerful thing all around. I mean, you've got Al Pacino, you've got uh, Mary Louise Parker. Uh, there's more people, I'm not even looking at the IMDb for it, that were so good in that movie. But I mean, hands down, Meryl Streep is the heart soul and power be- behind a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's not even one of the direct main characters. It does focus a lot more on a lot of the other characters, uh, but she plays the mother of, uh, of a gay man with AIDS in the, in the, in the play. And she also plays an angel that visits him. Um, who's supposed to like, look like his mother. And that's why she does both. But it just, it, the way she bounces back and forth between being the, the mother that is, heartbroken and tore up about what what her son is going through and, and accepting it and going through all those ranges of emotions especially uh when the time period it takes place which is in the 80s which is definitely not one of the best time frames to you know you know be gay or have hiv uh shout out to patrick she's also wilson Mor- for
2: being the son who was really great too yes
0: yeah and she's also and she's also mormon that's the that's the other thing about it too is she's a mormon with it uh And so there's all these conflicting ideal ideologies with it. And she navigates through them. Like she's genuinely going through it. And then when she's playing the angel, like she does it with like gravitas and, and, and strength and power that uh, does come across. Like she is like an all powerful uh, otherworldly being with it. And she does like, like I said earlier before we broke down the movies with her uh, in an effortless fashion, she just, she does it all. And you don't even feel like she breaks a sweat doing it. And yeah, I was just really happy that uh, Justin said that because I always feel like when people talk about Meryl Streep, if I bring up Angels in America, I always feel like I'm the only person that saw it. And just when other people bring it up, I just I love it so much because that was just uh, such a profound thing for me. And I love it when uh, other people bring it up.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I need to go back and revisit that, man. It's been too long since I've seen it. But yeah, everything you said, man, bravo great uh overview of that of that series it was great
0: yeah i mean i i don't even know if you and me had ever talked about angels in america uh because i stopped bringing it up because i got tired of bringing it up and nobody ever like ever having fucking seen it so it was always like easy to default and just say devil wears prada like we all did and that's nothing like against devil wears prada or her performance in it because like i said i i think it answers all three questions it's it's just always easy to default to that because everybody's seen it uh And it's just like I said, like Angels in America is just just such a profound thing. And it's it's a long watch because it is a miniseries and it is on HBO, Uh, but it is 100% it like worth it. Like every second of it, like and this was made in the 2000s. And that's long after Al Pacino was considered good. In a lot of ways, that's considered peak downward spiral Al Pacino. And you would not think that it was that time period with his performance in that movie or that, uh, miniseries. True. Very true. And on that note, we'd like to thank you guys for listening. Check us out on Facebook with cinema slayers, the internet, www.cinemaslayers.com, Twitter, cinema underscore slayers. Check us out on SoundCloud, Instagram, all those with cinema slayers. We've got a lot of really awesome things coming your way, guys. We really love your participation. Let us know what your favorite movies, uh, and these questions in general, when it comes to Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep, we are going to do some more for you guys later. Cause we did actually have a tie for favorite actor. We're saving that for another. So let us know what you think. Remember, check out our survey it takes about two minutes to do. Uh, you know, it really helps us out whenever you guys give us this feedback. We just want to do a better job for you. So once again, guys, thank you for listening. Bye. <music>